Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest your It's Friday. Hot dog. Yeah, man. The end of the week. What you doing this weekend, Edwin? I am getting to worship God with my brothers and sisters on the Lord's Day, and I am excited about it. I'm excited about it, too. And we've always got room for a few more people to come and worship with us at Livingston. Somebody asked me the other day about that. I said, oh, you know what? There's always room for one more. We'll make room. We'll make room. There's room at the cross. And so uh, if you're in the Tampa area this weekend, why don't you come out and worship with us? Go to our website, www.christiansmeethere.org, to find the address, times, and all that good stuff. But spoiler alert, 10 a.m. is a really good time to come out. Yeah, I'm doubting that time is going to change between now and then. But you know, if you're actually listening to this not on April 21st, 2023, but maybe a couple years later, you may want to go ahead and look at the check web. the website. Yeah. You want to check the website. Good call. Good call. Who, who knows what's happening on our times then? Yeah, but that's a good point. Yeah, probably if you're listening to this on Friday, April 21st, we're going to be meeting at 10 yeah, on Sunday. Yeah. 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 So I'm so, going to read Psalm 86. Yeah. I I'm mean, gonna, you know, we have been talking about Psalm 86 all week. A lot. But Fridays, now Fridays, we usually talk about Jesus in the Psalms. It's always a good Friday on Text Talk. Psalm 86, the New American Standard 95, a prayer of David. Incline your ear, O Lord, and answer me, for I am afflicted and needy. Preserve my soul, for I am a godly man. O you, my God, save your servant who trusts in you. Be gracious to me, O Lord, for to you I cry all day long. Make glad the soul of your servant, for to you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. For you, Lord, are good and ready to forgive and abundant in loving kindness to all who call upon you. Give ear, O Lord, to my prayer, and give heed to the voice of my supplications. In the day of my trouble I shall call upon you, for you will answer me. There is no one like you among the gods, O Lord, nor are there any works like yours. All nations whom you have made shall come and worship before you, O Lord, and they shall glorify your name. For you are great and do wondrous deeds. You alone are God. Teach me your way, O Lord. I will walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name. I'll give thanks to you, O Lord my God, with all my heart, and will glorify your name forever. For your loving kindness toward me is great, and you have delivered my soul from the depths of Sheol. O God, arrogant men have risen up against me, and a band of violent men have sought my life, and they've not set you before them. But you, O Lord, are a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness and truth. Turn to me and be gracious to me. O grant your strength to your servant and save the son of your handmaid. Show me a sign for good that those who hate me may see it and be ashamed. Because you, O Lord, have helped me and comforted me. Amen. Love it. Yeah, love it. So looking for Jesus in this psalm, we were talking about uh, earlier this week how this particular psalm seems to be a collection, mm-hmm. uh, you know, kind of the the key, key phrases or delighted phrases mm-hmm. from a variety of David's psalms. Um, and so I, I guess it's hard for me to point to one and say, well, this one was quoted in the New Testament. Yeah. Uh, but I do hear I do hear some things going on in this psalm that certainly 
point me to Jesus. Well, first of all, okay, some low-hanging fruit on this one. This this one I don't think is quoted, but let's you have delivered my soul from the depths of Sheol, from the depths of the grave. Mm-hmm. And I know what so many people today want to say is, well, you can't make that about Jesus unless Peter said it was about Jesus. But I guess what I want to say is that Peter and Paul look at Psalms where it talks about being delivered from the grave and being delivered from death, and they say, look, look, we know that can't be about David mm-hmm. because David... David is dead and buried, and he's with us to this day. Yeah. And so uh, in in the same way they could say that about, was it Psalm 16, mm-hmm. then I think we can say that about here. Yeah. Look, th- this is clearly about more than just David, because David, even if—look, I think David, as he's writing it, is speaking accommodatively. He's one of the translations, I think the contemporary English version, they even presented it as, you know, you've kept me from death. You've protected me from dying. And so there's some time when David might have died and he didn't. Mm -hmm. But that's not what it says. What it says is you have delivered me from Sheol. Mm -hmm. And even if it's you will deliver me from Sheol, it's still that idea of being in the grave and coming out of the grave. And I think we can say, just like Peter and Paul did about Psalm 16, hey, we know that's got to be about more than David because David's in the ground. Yeah, yeah. And so that's going to tell us something. I appreciate that very much. Uh, I'm sort of keying in on a couple of the last verses of the psalm. Yeah. Uh, in Psalm 16, oh, turn to me and have mercy on me. Give your strength to your servant and save the son of your maidservant. Mm. Show me a sign for good that those who hate me may see it and be ashamed because of you, O Lord, have helped me and comforted me. And uh, yeah, I guess my eye is drawn to it in, in the sense of how rarely do I see a mention of the maid servant of right, the Lord. Right. And um, for me, there's a great echo then to the good news that Gabriel comes and gives to Mary, the Virgin Mary, uh, in uh, the Gospel of Luke in the first chapter. In uh, Luke chapter 1, and, uh, well, let's just read verse 29 as Gabriel uh, appears to her. When she saw him, that she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, the power of the highest will overshadow you, therefore also that Holy One who is born will be called the Son of God." Now, indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. This is now the sixth month for her who was called barren, for with God nothing will be impossible. And Mary said, Behold, the maidservant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Mary identifies herself as the maidservant of the Lord. Which makes Jesus what? The son of the maidservant, yeah. son of his maidservant. Mm-hmm. And again, with this text, there is so much emphasis upon in the Luke text that Jesus will be called the name, and Jesus is the son, and he's the son of the Most High, and he's the son of God, and he's the son of David, son, 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 and then the son of the maidservant mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And so here is this, in Psalm 86, the prayer that God would go with the son of the maidservant. I think the only other place this phrase, son of the maidservant, is used is Psalm 116 and verse 16. Okay. 
it it's not a descriptor that's used to describe God's people. I mean, other than those two verses, that's it. Mm-hmm. The, the, the one in our psalm today and then Psalm 116. So maybe in season six, we'll come back to this notion again. But in that's it. That's these only yeah, two places, yeah. which which when we see it, it really does. It attracts my eye as well. Why would he use this? And I you, you looked ahead yeah. and I think you're seeing this ultimate fulfillment. But but I also I look back because I remember way back in Genesis chapter three, one of the very first promises that God made mm-hmm. to the serpent uh, was basically, look, uh, I'll put enmity between you and the woman, between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head. You shall bruise his heel. There, it's the seed of woman. Seed it's of not woman, the seed yeah. of Adam. It's the Mm-mm. seed of woman. Mm-hmm. For for the psalmist, the king, David, to write, I am the son of your maidservant, there is a tapping into that promise. Here he is, the offspring of a servant of God, the maid mm-hmm. servant, maid servant of God. God. And I think one of the things I see here is I'm now I'm drawn back to that promise, crushing the head. I do recall that David actually did crush a head of God's enemies. You you look at Goliath, mm-hmm. and what did he do? He slung that sling, and that stone crushed that head, and then he cut took the head off. Didn't he took it off? So here's David walking in that. I want to call it the prophetic stream. Here's this Mm -hmm. prophetic stream, and David's walking in it as he prefigures and he pictures this the seed of woman, the son of God's maidservant, who will crush the head of God's enemy, of the serpent. Which, of course, now you get to that stream as it's progressing along through David and others similarly. We get to where it's actually going, which is Jesus, who ultimately crushes the head yes. of the serpent. He is God's servant and the son of his maidservant. In fact, he's more than that, because not only is that, he's actually the God of this psalm, by the way. Well, when we think about, um, I love that, the prophetic stream, and I guess a connection I'm making, I, I think about Mary and her uh, willingness to be the maidservant and just let it be done. And I think about all of the difficulties that she invited into her life and her faithful obedience. Mm -hmm. And here's this child by the power of God and how is she to explain this to Joseph? And of course, he didn't buy it at first, but it was another vision given to him to persuade him. This is truly all a miracle of God. I think how powerful a Psalm like Psalm 86 would be for Mary to pray and to meditate. Hear me and lift me up. Teach me your way. Let me walk in this way. Uh, the, the, the deliverance. Because, boy, she had a tough road ahead of her. And Joseph stood by her. But, but you know, who else? And in that moment of faithfulness, uh, you could turn to a psalm like this, Psalm 86. And as she prays for her son, uh, mm. I get it, you know, as as Jesus would pray this, uh, your servant, the son of your maid servant. But I think this is a, a place where she could see the psalm, and in praying for her son, could even, he's the son of your maid servant. Yes. Uh, I, I think what a fantastic way for her to apply that. I mean, uh-huh, we started this week uh-huh. by talking about praying the psalms and praying yeah. like the psalmist. This would be a place where she could do that. You know, the thing ends with, show me a sign of your favor that those who hate me may see and be put to shame because you, Lord, have helped me and comforted me. Jesus being raised from the dead. No greater sign. Want to talk, talk about a sign of God's 
favor. Yeah. And just by the way, to refer to it as a sign in John chapter two, when he had, when Jesus had cleaned out the temple, Mm -hmm. they all came to him and said, show us a sign for why you have authority. And he says, I'm not going to give you a sign except tear down this building. uh, Excuse me, tear down this temple and it'll be raised in three days. And of course now nobody understood what he meant, but after he was resurrected, the disciples realized, Oh, that's what he was talking about. So the greatest sign in John, Mm -hmm. all about signs written to testify who he is, the greatest one is his resurrection. That is the sign. It's Mm -hmm. a sign of God's favor. And uh, look, we have a choice. I'm either going to believe it or I'm not. And if I don't believe it, it's going to bring me to shame. Mm -hmm. It will shame me Mm -hmm. to not see the sign and believe the sign. But if I believe this sign, it becomes the power of God for my salvation. Yes. Yes. So I guess that's the thing we're going to have to ask is, which way am I going to go with that? God gave his sign of the favor of his servant and the son of his maidservant. Am I going to take it? Am I going to run with it? Am I going to submit to it and let it change my life? Otherwise, I'm going to be shamed. I need to be taught by God. I need to make a decision to be his servant or be his maidservant uh, in this life. Thank you so much for joining us today for Text Talk. Again, we appreciate hearing from you. You can send us emails, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. Rate, review, share the podcast. We'd love it when you do that. Uh, Let's have a word of prayer. Our great God and Father, we thank you, Father, for this day. We thank you for a week that we've been able to walk through this psalm and and begin to observe your different names, Father, and how the psalmists address you so often by them in their prayers. We've learned about prayer and we've learned about persistence. Help us, Father, to have pure hearts undivided and to trust in your great sign and your resurrection, the faithfulness that you show to all of those who follow you, the, the Davids and the Marys and the Lord Jesus Christ. And we pray, Father, that we might walk faithfully in that same stream and path to be with you in heaven forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.